gonna take a sentimental journey Gonna set my heart at ease Gonna make a sentimental journey To renew old memories Well, I personally am getting a little sentimental uh, on our journey because we're getting near the end of our second season, our second series, getting a little teary because we've had some wonderful moments, haven't we, Margaret? We sure have, as always here on Making Our Seniors Matter Radio. We've had some incredibly gifted guests, lots of great education, and a lot of laughs along the way. Earlier this week, we had a special Remembrance Day um, episode, and I'll tell you, Glenn Cunningham, the 98-year-old lady vet that was on with us, was she a dynamo or what? Well, it was, it was a lot of fun, wasn't it? And, oh. and we were able to, uh, to get uh, a lot of, of uh, views on our uh, Facebook page uh, for Making Our Seniors Matter due to that little video I put up there. She is funny, fun. 97 years old. Uh, next month she'll be 98. Month. And we have to be careful with that age because, you know, we don't want her to make, make her seem older than she is. She's you young, know 97 years old. Listen to her, you know, she's not going to let that happen. Yeah. A volunteer that says, well, I, I just watch for people who aren't too stable. Yeah. And by the way, by the way, remember when we were talking and she said about she wanted to walk with the poles yes, because she was not walking. going to ride in that Jeep? Yes. Guess what? She marched. She did with march. Her, yes, she did. In the remembrance With her poles. Yeah, you know what? And, and I checked to make sure. Yeah, and what a, you know, what an inspiration, uh, Joyce. Thank you if you're listening and for being an inspiration, not only to us here at Making Our Seniors Matter, but to all of our listeners. And today's show is no different. We have got a phenomenal uh, lineup of guests. I'm really excited and honored to have um, somebody who I respect immensely, um, who I call a friend and is happens to be my eye doctor. Dr. Carolyn Teske is with us. And who else have we got here today? Well, later on the show, we're going to have uh, the folks here from uh, our, our, our host where they've been so fantastic at uh, Greenway by Rivera here right in Brampton. And we're going to have Laura uh, McMeekin and uh, Heather Lee. They're going to both be here just to give us a little bit of insight into what happens when you come to a wonderful place like the retirement village here of Greenway by Rivera and what can you expect? Well, and I know we can expect hospitality. They have well, opened their doors. Can We've you got imagine a green there's room. always coffee? There is. There's coffee, Cookies. there's goodies, and there's always a smile, <laughs> not just by the people that work here, but by all the incredible residents as you're walking through, um, which warms my heart every day. It's all good stuff. All right, so stay tuned because we've got more coming your way here on Making Our Seniors Matter. Downsizing to a better lifestyle or making a late in life move and need real help. Real Estate Designed for Seniors has taken the stress, worry, and fear away for so many seniors and their families. Be assured you are getting the most for your home. After all, it's likely your largest investment. Don't settle for typical. Get real help from someone trained and whose focus is on helping seniors make successful and stress-free moves. Glenn Cunningham, Certified Professional Consulting on Aging. Broker with REMAX Realty Services Incorporated. Call direct 647-525-4621. 647-525-4621. Glenn Cunningham is the co-founder of Making Our Seniors Matter. References available. Welcome back to Making Our Seniors Matter. We've got to get the show started because we've got some incredible content for you today. Don't we, Margaret? 
We sure do, and it's my great honor to have in studio with me this morning, Dr. Carolyn Teske of Dr. Carolyn Teske and Associates, an amazing practice out of Georgetown and happens to be my eye doctor and friend. Welcome, Dr. Teske. Thank you, Margaret. It is my pleasure to be here. Well, we are so excited to have you uh, because this is such an important topic. Vision is it plays such a huge impact on people's overall health. And today we're going to speak to you, the expert, to really enlighten our listeners and their families on how important eye health is. So can we start by just finding out what is the prevalence of eye disease among our senior population? Our senior population is increasing at such a rapid rate that sadly the incidence of eye disease is becoming really a huge, huge problem for all of us. Um, I think the last statistic that I heard was 60%, 66% of um, the population will be over 80 by 2035. Unbelievable. So sadly that means my job is very secure, but it does mean a call to action for all of us to start you know, preserving that very important um, sense that you know everyone uh, when polled if you had to lose a sense which would you be most concerned about losing of course um, blindness is the largest concern for everyone indeed and I know you personally Glenn have mm -hmm. had a family member that's been impacted with eyesight loss and the impact that it has on their mental health can be immense it's absolutely devastating to somebody in this particular case it's my brother-in-law and he is a perfectionist in woodworking so guess what? Uh, all of that work that he's done for years and years and years is very, very difficult. And he's had macular degeneration for several years now. And it's a struggle. And like you said, it's the mental part, yes. he's, his frustration. Yes. And that's why we have you here today, Dr. Teske. So let's talk about what are some of the leading causes of vision loss among seniors? So just as your brother-in-law, Glenn, has suffered from macular degeneration, that is the biggest hurdle that we are facing in terms of eye disease at the moment. Um, so macular degeneration is the leading cause of vision loss now over 50 years of age. Wow. So it's wow. really not an age-related disease. You know, it's almost a misnomer to name it that way. Mm -hmm. um, but macular degeneration, of course, has risk factors, genetics being a big part of it, but it's also diet and it's uh, ultraviolet light, so sun exposure um, and smoking. I was going to say the smoking, I would think, was probably something because as a woodworker, he would have a cigarette in his mouth and, and I'm not putting him down, but it's, it's the way did. it is. That's what he did. With his head cocked so that the smoke was going up by an eye, and I, I, I believe that that's a big part of it. Absolutely. Now, um, I know that recently uh, you did a test on me when I came to see you. Can you talk a little bit about that? Because with regards to finding out whether we may be um, or predisposed to getting uh, macular degeneration. Talk a little bit about that for us. Absolutely. Our tools are so much better. I mean, I've been in practice for 20 years and I have seen my role as an optometrist change tremendously, right? We used to be very reactive to disease. You have a problem, we fix it. And now our world has changed, particularly if I'm going to live till I'm 95, to be proactive. Right. So our tools, thankfully, with technology have changed a lot. So rather than waiting till I see disease, now we can use tools to predict um, whether or not disease is going to come down the road. And then we can empower our patients. And this is what this show is about. And you know me owning a, an integrated
integrated medical clinic, what I'm so passionate about is to actually give resources if we know something is happening that we can actually have an impact perhaps on the progression of that disease. Is that correct? Absolutely. Yeah. Simple things like diet can slow the progression of macular degeneration. So all of those tips are really, really important that patients can self-help. But aside from, from shows like this, how do you promote people to to, to take the first step before they have a problem. I mean, that's one of the things that we find with making our seniors matter is how do we get people to prepare ahead of time or at least to preventative uh, activities that they can do to help with that? It's, it's really a big challenge in the healthcare system, Glenn. That's why I'm here. You know, sadly, I can educate the patients who are in my office, in my chair, but um, I'm passionate about sharing that information with everyone and that's why I'm here. And that's why this show is so important. And we're, we've, at the end of your segment, we've got some very exciting news because we're gonna add to the education that Making Our Seniors Matter is doing and, we, and in terms of eyesight, um, because we're really gonna help to get the word out, not just to all of the seniors and their families, but also to other optometrists so that they can use uh, these media assets to help educate, like you're saying, because it is a big, obstacle to try to educate and to have that prevention piece put into place. Other than AMD, macular degeneration, what are some other eye diseases that can affect the senior population? Um, and can affect all population, right. really. So cataracts are probably the most common age-related change that we see. Um, and really, I see that starting at about 50, which used to be old, not so old now. Um, that is probably the easiest eye disease to fix. In my career, I've seen it change from 19 minutes an eye to less than five minutes an eye. Wow. Um, and the success rate, as I understand, is huge. pretty high. Absolutely, absolutely. I know my dad's had both his eyes done, uh, as has my mom and hugely successful. Well, I've heard people say that they wore glasses pretty much all of their life, and then part, uh, part had the, uh, the uh, operation and threw away the glasses. That's that it was right. actually that effective. Absolutely. I mean, that's pretty, that's pretty good. And, and is there a risk factor involved there? So the risk of retinal detachment is the biggest risk with cataract surgery. When I started practice, that was about one in 100. Now that risk of retinal detachment is one in 1,600. Wow. wow. So it is a tremendous Wow, that's, that's, that's a really good odds. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. And I have to tell you, when my dad, because I've always known my dad with glasses, so after his surgery, when he said, well, I don't need these, I kept looking at him thinking, it's not dad. Put your glasses on. Because <laughs> <laughs> it just didn't look the same, did it? That's yeah. right. So how can, let's talk at this show, and of course, I'm passionate, how do we prevent vision loss? Can we talk holistically about some of the things that we can be doing right here, right now, to help our eye health? I think like many other diseases, the key is early detection. Yes. Right. So, so the key is have a wellness check, right? Often patients will come to see me when they can't see. When there's um, a crisis. Exactly. And of course, it is ideal that patients are coming in routinely to any healthcare provider for a pat in the back. Mm -hmm. Everything looks great. You know, your eyes are healthy. Your vision is good. Your eyes are coordinated. Um, even a child at six months should be having their first eye exam. Um, and really, everybody should routinely having their eyes checked for that reason. Now, I recently was in your office, and one of the things, and you, you kind of giggled and, and winked at me and said, well, Margaret, you know, are you putting uh, drops in your eyes? And I said, well, no, my eyes are fine. We, we I, had that conversation. Yeah, my eyes aren't, my eyes aren't itchy. They're not sore. They're not. And you said, Margaret, you're the queen of prevention. <laughs> Would you put lotion on your legs? Would you, and can you speak to that? Because I just think that this is so important because people this is something people can be doing absolutely you know 60% of our tears are gone by the time we're age 60 
Wow. So I get up every day, brush my teeth, put my drops in, carry on, much like I would put lotion on my skin or, you know, a lip balm on my lips. Um, so we use our eyes tremendously staring at a computer, looking at a phone, driving a car. Our vision demands are huge. We live in Canada. Um, our skin is dry. Yeah. The air is dry. Our eyes are dry too. Mm -hmm. And a simple drop, an artificial tear, will help you see better, will help them feel better. Because as you mentioned, by the time you feel it, you're in a crisis. Right. And I have and to admit, good. even though I didn't think I was experiencing any you know, dryness in my eyes, since doing that, um, when you suggested it, I notice a difference in my eyes. Um, so it's so important to me. And of course, I've been telling everyone about Great. that. And that's only one of the many incredible uh, tools that you have in your toolbox to share. Like um, eye food, I know certainly our dietitian at Wallace for Wellness speaks a lot about this. What types of food should people be eating to help improve their eye health? much like other foods um, that are helpful for the rest of the body, certainly um, fish oils are really critical to keep the retina healthy. So that's omega-3s in terms of supplements, but I believe ideally you should be getting those vitamins from your diet. Right. Um, so omega-3s, uh, green leafy, so that is your kale, your spinach, your broccolis, all the green leafy. Ah, the green stuff? <laughs> yes. You can hide them, Glenn, it's okay yes. if you hide them. And as I said to my 88-year-old father yesterday when I was giving him something that didn't taste great. I said, Dad used to say to me, it, it doesn't taste good, but it works. So exactly. you well, need well, to going do back, do you remember the live show that we did down at the other Rivera Beachwood yes. in Mississauga? Yes. And the lady that we had there, she, her that was one of the comments that she made was that at that Rivera property, the food was lots of vegetables, lots of greens, and it in her opinion, made a big difference on her uh, uh, just overall, overall health. health. Absolutely. So it's helping the eyes as well. For sure. For sure. And of course, sunglasses, it's very Critical. important. Absolutely. You know, UV is not like it was years ago. Um, now the ozone depletion, you know, the ultraviolet light is very strong, exacerbates cancers in the eye, cancers on the surface of the eye, cataracts, macular degeneration, all of those diseases happen a lot sooner. Right. Well, always learn something from you every time I, I meet with you, but more importantly, your passion and your commitment to educating on prevention and on eye health for all of your patients and to really get the word out. I'm super excited and I know you are too. I can't stand it. We have to tell our, our listeners. We will be doing a three-part series on WOW TV on insight on eye health and you are going to be our featured physician. We're so excited. As am I. I'm thrilled to be part of it. This is getting our message out there. And we'll be sharing that, of course, with Making Our Seniors Matter, because and, and that will be part of our messaging here on the show because Absolutely. it will affect that population. And we hope to have you back here again with more information as, as you share you know, your knowledge and passion for really making a difference in the eye health of, of all Canadians. Thank you, Margaret. Thank you, Glenn. It's wonderful to be part of this team. Thank you for coming in. It's been, it's been really uh, enlightening. Lightning. And lightning. Light. Yeah, and lightning. Yes, yes. And, and, and we really are grateful for you taking the time coming in. My pleasure. Thank you so much. So stay tuned because we've got more coming your way here on Making Our Seniors Matter. Independence Matters. 
Terry McIntyre is a full-service investment advisor who researches and advises the best products in all markets, then advises which best meets your needs and risk tolerance. We are all individuals and need to be treated as individuals. Investments, income, and estate planning have become very non-personal at the big institutions. You deserve to work with a professional who crafts investments to meet your needs. Terry McIntyre, investment advisor, Manulife Securities Incorporated. Call 905-896-9060 or go to terrymcintyre.ca. Welcome back to Making Our Seniors Matter and our good friend Terry McIntyre making this show very, very possible. So thank you again, Terry, and nice to see you again at our live show this week. Margaret Wallace Duffy and Glenn Cunningham are in studio with some terrific guests. Yeah, we sure are, Todd. And uh, today we have the hosts of the uh, radio show. We have been coming here for this uh, entire series, except for a couple of uh, little uh, field trips that we went. Yes. And uh, today we have Laura McMahon and Heather Lee from Greenway, now by Rivera. Yes. Congratulations on that. That's That's a wonderful step for Greenway. And we've got a bunch of good information, I'm sure. People are always asking us, you know, what are the benefits? What are the real benefits for somebody coming to a place like this, Laura? What, why would you suggest to my mom that she come and visit you here? The greatest thing about coming into retirement home is you get all the social, the health aspects, all the activities to it. Um, we at our home here, we provide three meals a day. So they're breakfast, lunch, and dinner. You get your three course meals for your lunches and your dinners. Um, there's medication administration. We have a nurse who's on staff 24 hours a day. She's a registered RPN or an RN. And as well as we have tons of social activities. So all of your gross motor skills, all of your minor motor skills, tons of social staff so we do lots of tea programs we even have a bus as well to take all the residents out on monthly uh, trips as well and it's not just about the seniors I know as a daughter of aging parents the comfort it brings to a family knowing that their loved one is coming to a beautiful facility like this. I mean, it's like going to a hotel here. We, we love it here. <laughs> it uh, is. But it doesn't is that make a difference, building. doesn't it? It really does because many of our residents are living alone and they may be isolated. They're not having the proper meals. They're not having the proper socialization and you know they're not taking their medications when they should be. So coming in here, is a relief to the family to know that we are able to provide all of those uh, services for their parents. And for the seniors, um, typically once they do move in, we see uh, a great increase in their, you know, health, health. their overall health, happiness, their happiness, you know, they, they just, start to feel really good and um, it's it's really nice to see them and you know we do um, you know cater to our seniors here we all try to spend as much time as we can with them Mm -hmm. Um, although we are you know doing jobs you're busy people we we sit down we chat with them how are you today Um, different things like that and it's it's very rewarding when we do see them improve and start to chat a little bit more and and be happier and more involved i know i've i've had as a a realtor working with seniors i've I've seen them in their own home Mm -hmm. and i know that the the big catchphrase is i want to stay here forever in my home but I've seen the transition from where they're sitting in a chair 
for six, seven, eight hours a day. Yes. Right. It takes them half of the morning to get up and get going. And then I come in after they've moved into a, a place like this, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden at 10 o'clock in the morning, they've been up, they've had their breakfast, they've been out for their walk. They're and living a full and they're life. with other yeah. people because yes. somebody sure. else is stimulating. I think that's exactly. a big part of it. Yes. So, so Heather, now as a therapist myself, this is something that I think um, is really important for our listeners to understand. What is the difference between active living and assisted living? So our active independent living uh, program here is typically for someone who can conduct all their activities of daily living on their own. So technically they're transferring from their home that they've known for their, their lives to Greenway. And Greenway is now their new home. That's what I tell them. This is your new home. It's just a different place, but you can do whatever you like here. So they're able to dress themselves, they're able to shower, um, they're able to get around um, with their mobility fairly easily. Um, They don't need any assistance in terms of doing everything within their day. Right. Uh, With our assisted living, those are individuals who do require more care. Perhaps they've had a stroke. Um, perhaps they've had an amputation or they've just become debilitated and they need to have extra help with all their uh, activities of daily living. So we do have um, a different floor for those individuals whereby we can provide a smaller ratio of staff to resident. So we would have one nurse to 20 of our residents on our assisted living floor. Right. They would get you know, their three meals a day if they required help back and forth to the dining room. We would take them if they needed assistance getting dressed, brushing their teeth, doing their hair. We provide all of that, um, bathing, any sort of activity of you know, regular daily living. They also would get um, portering to their meals. We have a smaller dining room area for them. So it's a little more comforting, a little more, um, you know, intimate. Uh, Plus it's not such a long haul downstairs to the main uh, dining room, but all the same food that we would be providing downstairs. If they do have dietary needs such as pureed, chopped food, we attend to all of those needs as well. So it's just a it's just a heavier level of care for them. Plus, we do have a smaller um, staff ratio to a resident within the independent, I just uh, within the to, assisted side. I just wanted to touch on that. You said that there's one nurse for every 20 resident? Yeah, we have two. Now, now are we talking about a, an RN, a registered nurse? Yes, a registered nurse. That's on our assistant. The reason that caught my attention, I just heard an ad I believe it's by the uh, Nurses Association of Ontario or something mm-hmm. where their biggest concern is the number or the ratio of nurses mm-hmm. in the hospital. Mm-hmm. And, and it was a number that was staggering compared to 20 to 1. That's yeah, it is, it is a lot. And, um, you know, when, when you do talk about this um, within the hospitals, I mean, they're, they're certainly, you know, struggling when there are, there's so many seniors yes. that need uh, help. So, um, you know, with with both of our independent and assisted living programs, we also offer them on a temporary basis. So if someone's been ill in the hospital, they have no one at home to take care of them, 
We'll we'll have them come here. No, they can I think stay Margaret, here. that's 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 good information. It is to very good information. Yeah. So almost really like important. just respite. Yeah, respite. That's exactly. Exactly. It. Exactly. We provide respite, or if we have families that let's say one of their parents live with them and they want to go away for a two week vacation to Hawaii, but they're concerned, what will I do, do with, with mom parents. or dad? Right. We'll have mom or dad here for oh. the duration of their vacation, so they have a peaceful, you know. Uh, holiday and they know that their parents well-being is provided for them. One of the concerns or one of the things that we hear all the time out in the field is I, I don't want to go to one of those places. I don't want to go to one of those places but many times when we kind of dig a little deeper we're looking at people thinking that there's only the option of a what we now call a long-term care which was an old age home back mm -hmm. in the day. And let's face it, those are the people that we're working with, the people that grew up in the 40s, the 30s, 40s, that, that think difference in terms. What's the difference between a greenway and a long-term care facility? Well, um, that, is, that is really true, Glenn, and it is, a, it is a struggle for a lot of families to change the mindset, let's say, of their parent, because that's what they are thinking of, how it was, you know, many, many years ago. I mean, the long-term care homes, they provide a very heavy level of care for someone. Um, with Greenway, we can provide um, assisted living for them. We can do everything up to um, palliative care. And of course, that does come with an additional cost. Um, assisted um, living, you know, you are getting better one-on-one -on -one care than you would in a long-term care facility um, because of course they have to accommodate many people. Um, it basically comes down to a cost factor. Because you're actually a private enterprise exactly. as opposed to a long-term right, care yes. typically is just uh, more or less a government, government. subsidized exactly. government payment. Yeah, government subsidizes the long-term care um, you know. Uh, so is there any subsidy like that. that you, that someone would receive here being in an assisted living that would, you know, I guess what I'm saying is if you're saving a bed there and somebody's here, is, is there any compensation for any of that? Unfortunately, the individuals do not okay. get any compensation. Um, and, and you're right, that's a very interesting point and perhaps, you know, it's something that needs to be explored by the government going forward um, because a lot of the long-term care homes there's all there's long, there's well, long the, lists my understanding the lineup or yeah, the, the, the waiting lists waiting lists are, waiting lists are, are yes. huge yes yeah. that's another thing that we do here do is provide. that for people coming out of the hospital they cannot um, get into a long-term care home right away we have them here um, while they're getting placed on a temporary basis in our assisted living so right. we provide them all of the services that they would need until such time as they can get into. And that is a real issue and it's not going to get any better with our aging population. It's, not. Yeah, it's growing. Not. It's always mm -hmm. growing. Yeah. Now, Laura, I know we, we could spend so much time with you guys, but we, we're going to have to wrap things up soon. But this is really important because I know many people will be wondering if someone comes in here to Greenway um, by Rivera active and then they start to decline, do they have to move again? Like what? 
So like Heather has mentioned, one of the greatest benefits that we have here at Greenway is we do offer independent living as well as our assisted living. And then we also do offer our townhomes as well, which are a great feature. So the way I kind of tend to look at it is more of like a staircase. You have your very independent homes from the townhomes. You sort of move into the building. You have your three meals a day. You're still able to move, sort of have your daily active living that and that and if, if anything were to sort of carry on and you were to decline and you needed that extra help we offer the assisted living right. for anyone who needs that help so that they don't have to move they're able to just move up to the floor it's a secure floor they're able to get that one-to-one -one care with the ratios that we have with the support and everything up there and that's fantastic and, and is there assistance while they're here to help them move because i certainly know as we age moving is stressful at any stage in life the older we get it's a real daunting task <laughs> to even think about moving across the yes, yes. so do, does your team also help with that transition we do we actually uh, we actually deal with um, uh, a private company that assists us for any individuals that require um, downsizing help help getting a real awesome. estate agent things mm -hmm. like that um, I just want to mention too with as Laura was saying everyone who comes in does have an assessment done so we can determine a benchmark ah. of their health at that moment That's that they enter Greenway. And then we do um, assessments on an ongoing basis with them. Anyone who's an independent who may require a little extra care, let's say they need help with their shower, that's no problem. We can add that on with their independent lifestyle. They can stay in their independent suites for oh. as long as they can be manage. independent and long as they can manage. And then, you know, if they need extra, extra care, that's when we would definitely look at the assistant living side for them. So they're always getting assessed to ensure that we are providing them with the correct level of care that they That's need. That's so important. And as a, as a daughter, that is it brrings me comfort knowing that, that that that's in place i know we're getting almost close to being overtime here yes, but we are. a quick question you said something that that really caught my attention so you take and do an assessment when they come in and then you do it at a at a i'm, I'm assuming some sort of a time time frame yes is there any uh evidence then that if someone comes in at at this stage that 30 days or 60 days or 90 days, there is a, a, a markable um, improvement in their physical or mental health. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I've, I've and you seen know what's many interesting, come in here from the hospital. But I've never heard statistics on that. Wouldn't that be cool? Yeah, it would be nice. And, would and be when really you stop great. and think about it, I think Rivera now has something in the neighborhood of 100 properties in yes, Canada. Right. They would have some statistics on that that might be very beneficial for people to know. Because Margaret. it isn't always about decline. And I have to no, say, coming into a beautiful place like this, um, you know, aging does cause decline at times, but often when you're in the right environment, like a place like Greenway, you will see that improvement mentally, physically, and emotionally, and it would be great to be able to track that. Mm -hmm. yes, wow, absolutely. this has been a good uh, session. Has it ever, and yes, I tell thank you. Thank you so much for the opportunity. Well, on behalf so of our it. Making Our Seniors Matter group, on behalf of Well Living Radio and Making Our Seniors Matter Radio, we just want to thank you for opening your doors, your hearts warmly, to provide this incredible studio space in a place that really makes a difference seniors this show is about really educating seniors and their families on how to live well and clearly you're doing that here so thank you for for providing us this space because otherwise uh you know we'd have to find another location that wouldn't be 
anywhere near as lovely. <laughs> well, well you didn't like my office we're, the last, the last uh, session. Come on. Wasn't as good. We're happy to have you here, and certainly we're, we're all uh, on the same, you know, we all have the same goal. We want to make our seniors' lives better. Yes. So, you know, it's a great opportunity for us to talk about well, Greenway. Well, thank you. Thank and you. Making Our Seniors Matter is exactly what we're passionate about and what we do here on Making Our Seniors Matter Radio. Stay tuned. We've got more coming your way. I'm overwhelmed. I don't know where to start, and I don't know who to call. These are some of the first sentences I hear from my clients who are considering whether or not to make a transition in their lives. They may wish to stay safely in their houses with some extra supports, or move to a more simple lifestyle such as a residence or apartment. I'm told I'm kind of like a wedding planner without the wedding. I listen for the needs, make a plan, and then bring in all the trusted professionals that will execute the plan while I support and guide my client throughout the process. Hello, my name is Elizabeth Cunningham, Certified Professional Consultant on Aging, and my company, Blue Willow Consulting for Seniors. If you think I can help you or your family, please get in touch with me and we can chat. I'm always open to a cup of tea and a conversation. You can find my contact information at www.makingourseniorsmatter.com or bluewillowforseniors.com. Remember, you don't have to be in this alone. I'm here to help. Welcome back to Making Our Seniors Matter. The final show for our second series, and uh, as mentioned, uh, we're uh, we were all getting a little uh, misty because it's been an incredible season. Some wonderful guests, including the great people today from Greenway by Rivera, who have graciously offered up uh, a great meeting room for us to uh, to tape our show in every week. And uh, we'll see what happens in the next series, and that means that you need to stay around and. Uh, uh, get ready for the next series. And we have some wonderful sponsors, and I'd love you to be able to go to the website, makingourseniorsmatter.com, to check out all of our amazing sponsors that have contributed to make this show possible. And if you can, please, please reach out and uh, do some business with them. Uh, it makes us all feel great, and it helps us ensure that this show will continue in the future. You can tune in to Making Our Seniors Matter each Monday at 2 p.m. and 8 p.m., but if you miss it, you can find it on demand or podcast the following day. If you'd like to comment on something you've heard, if you have an idea that you'd like to share with us or a segment that you'd like to have on a future show, please call us at 1-866-269-6155, 866 866- 269-6155 extension 3 Making Our Seniors Matter is produced for WOW Radio by Listen Up Talk Radio at talk-radio.ca Thank you for listening and we will talk to you again really soon. Music